Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please sit back and enjoy Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For almost 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death. And so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. Just today, I was going through some old pictures with my mom, and there were pictures of me growing up with my brothers and sisters and going to Disneyland for the first time and some really great pictures. And then mom opened up an envelope and she started to cry. Well, when my mom was just in her young 20s, her mother, who was 51 at the time, got into a car accident. She was hit by a drunk driver, and in those days, they didn't have any seat belts. And my poor grandmother went through the windshield and ended up on the grass by the side of the car, and it had killed her. And so my mom ended up raising her younger brother, And it was a very, very difficult time. Mom was in the Air Force, and she had a great career in store for her, and her life went a different direction. There were lots of tears this morning, and even seeing the picture of the car, it was awful. And in my heart, I wish I could give my mom all the information that I have gathered over the past 25 years about the afterlife. Living in my shoes, I would love to give my experience to you too. But there's no way to do that. And so with this show, I'm really hoping to give the information that I have to you to help you have a better life, to help you have the confidence that our loved ones aren't gone and we will see them again. My mom loves me dearly. You probably have people in your life that love you dearly. Of course, you're a fabulous person. But when you start talking about things like the afterlife or should I go see a medium, some people look at us in a very strange way and can tell us things like, well, it's great if you believe in that, but there's no proof of it. All we can do is respect people for where they are in their journey It's only a matter of time before someone has a loved one who passes away or they get diagnosed with an illness. In these times, the world is scary. We really don't know what's happening in the future. So people start asking those big questions. People need to go on this journey for themselves. So as much as I wanted to tell my mom, here's all the things I I think, and, and this is what's real. I've tried that in the past. Although she loves me and she supports me, some of it, let's face it, sounds quite weird. In my heart, I knew that someday mom will make that trip across to the other side. It warmed my heart to think that my grandmother, who I never met, is going to be right there to meet her. Of course, it's going to be tough for me, assuming she goes first. You never know these days. I will have that comfort to know that my mom gets to be reunited with her parents, with her brother and sister, 
with my dad, with so many other people. And so there's nothing really I can say now that can convince somebody of these things that I know to be true. So I'm not going to try to do that. I promise you I won't. I'll just share with you my experiences. And in all these years, there's so many commonalities about things, about the afterlife. And after interviewing over 350 people, and like I said, 25 years is a long time of studying things like religion and science and interviewing doctors and physicists and even psychics and mediums and religious people. There's just so many things that I've chosen to investigate as far as the afterlife goes, electronic voice phenomena and these trans images and so many things. The the list goes on and on. While I'm not the expert, I am a person that started out very skeptical and didn't believe in all this. So I had to really investigate to have some kind of feeling for myself that this was all real. At some point, the tipping point occurred where there's so much information I just had to share. Now, people do look at me strange. Yes, they do. And they will look at you strange if you start talking about this. But trust your journey. It's a very private, very personal one. As time goes on in your life, I feel like you're going to have a basket and you're going to keep filling it with more and more information that will take you from a hope and maybe a faith that the afterlife is real to finally getting to the point where so many things have happened in your life and there's been so much information that you can't help but believe that it's true. I really hope and pray for that moment Because where I am now versus where I was 25 years ago, two different people, absolutely two different people. And I don't think it's going to take you 25 years because, you know, I've been working and living life (laughs) many of those years as well as, as researching the afterlife. I thought we could do something different with this episode. I thought we could do questions and answers with Sandra. I've asked people on Facebook What are some of the questions they have about the afterlife? And I thought when questions come in, I could see what are questions that are on people's minds and maybe answer them in the best way I know how from the experiences I've had. Am I saying this is the truth, the absolute truth, nothing but the truth? No, it is the truth that I know and it's the truth that I live my life by. When you go into a store and you want to buy a new shirt, you go in the changing room and you try it on. If it fits, if you like how it looks, if it resonates with you, you wear it, you buy it, it's yours and you can live your life loving that shirt. Same thing is like this. If you love it, you like it, it seems to work, it empowers you in your life, keep it. If it doesn't, just like the shirt, you can put it back on the rack say, that's not for me. There are currently over 7 billion people on planet Earth. There have been billions of deaths over the course of time. So our experience in life and death is unique. But from everything I've studied, and from all the people that I've interviewed, and all the experiences that I've had, I'm going to go through this 
Well, not the whole list, because there's hundreds of questions that were asked. But I'm going to start at the top and just see what kind of questions have come from people. And I'll answer them the best that I can. How does that sound? Hopefully good. So I have not read these questions yet. So I might trip over my words a little bit as I read them. But let's go through these together. First question comes from Jeff. What is it like over there? Now, over there is the afterlife. And I like to say it's here after because I say it is an energy realm that we can't see it, but it, it's, it's right here. You know, it's, that's the only way I can imagine that mediums can bring in people or blend with the energies of a person is if they're right here, right now. I think our world is in the afterlife. I think um, there's a great quote that our lifetime is but a thread in the fabric of our soul. So I think us living here on planet Earth, we're just in the fabric of something so much bigger. Over there is very similar to what we have here. We'll recognize people. People will be doing jobs. They'll be doing activities. There are buildings. There's places like the halls of learning that we can go and we can learn. We can learn how to communicate with people back here on earth. We can learn about things that have happened in the past. We can go back and experience something virtually if we like. We are healthy, well, whole, complete. If we had ailments, we're whole again. It is something that reminds us here of being on earth. Have you ever had a dream and you've woken up and you thought, oh my gosh, that dream was so real, but it was just a dream. When we go there, we will know that we're still us. We're still people. There will be people there that we know and that we love, but it will be so real. It will seem like our lifetime was just a dream. That is the real home. That will be that feeling of returning home. Unconditional love. Many people say the way that we communicate is through our thoughts. And it's like having a conversation, but we're thinking it. We don't necessarily have to use our mouths and speak it. All of our favorite things are there. Of course, we don't have a human body Although we can eat, we can drink, we can also create. We'll have homes. You can create the home of your dreams if you like. You can visit anywhere. From what I gather, it is really a miraculous place. There's work, there's hobbies. And think of it this way. If there's something you didn't do while you were here on earth, you get an opportunity to do there. Always wanted to sing, always wanted to paint, always wanted to go on a trip. You can do it in the afterlife. If your life was cut short here on earth, you can have love, you can raise children, you can have your dreams fulfilled. Remember, Life, both here and in the afterlife, is an education for your soul. So there'll still be soul-enriching things to do, to accomplish. I do think our souls progress and we learn more and we gain more knowledge. Okay, another question. Diane asks, do our past loved ones meet us when we pass? Well, I would have to say yes. In fact, 
Many times they meet us before we pass, as we heard just a couple episodes ago about deathbed visitations. Many times our loved ones will be right there, those moments just before we go, and lead us across. And also, once we get there, we are surrounded by our loved ones, even our pets, as if we are crossing the finish line to life. They're there, they're clapping, they're cheering us on, and One can only imagine the amount of people that love you that will be right there. But yes, Diane, they do meet us when we pass. I'll be back in just a minute to answer more questions from my grateful friends and listeners on Facebook. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash shades today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash shades. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. The Internet is an extraordinary resource that links our children to a world of information, experiences, and ideas. It also can expose them to risk. Teach your children the basic safety rules of the virtual world. Our children are everything. Do everything for them. Hey, the Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel is waiting for you now. Go to coasttocoastam.com for more information. 
You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain on the new iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And don't forget, you can listen to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're having a questions and answers episode. I asked friends and people on Facebook what questions they have about the afterlife. So here's the next question. Samantha asks, do they know all the family secrets or stuff hidden from them once they pass? Well, here's the thing. If you pass, do you want to know all the family secrets I get the feeling that the ego that we have, that is that sneaky snoop, the one that likes to gossip, the one that likes to get mad at people or think we're right, I think that side of us disappears. While we still have our personalities, we don't become a busybody. You know, there was a book written, Do Dead People Watch Me in the Shower? Do they care? No. There is privacy. You can do what you want here and not worry that Aunt Bessie is, you know, watching your every move. They have their lives. They continue to learn and explore and have jobs and they're busy. So will they delve into the family secrets or stuff hidden from the past? Probably not. I wouldn't think so. I've heard mediums do readings. There is never that kind of stuff. There's never that kind of hidden secrets that come out. I think they have respect. So, and I also don't think that when we pass, we know all the secrets of the universe. I think we're going to get over there and it's going to be pretty darn great, but we're going to realize there's still a lot more to learn. Okay, Simone asks, does the version of the afterlife we get depend on what we believe. I think so, Simone, I really do. There are people that have come through, whether they've had near-death experiences or come through during mediumship readings that were atheists and didn't believe in anything. And once they got over there, they were filled with a feeling of love and then that there was something. But it took a little while before their loved ones came through. So what I'm saying is your belief, whatever that is, your main core belief is what first greets you or surrounds you when you are in the afterlife. I think it's a place where the intelligence of the universe, God, if you want to say God, will put you someplace you're very comfortable, very much at ease. So there's not any big surprises. However, in time, you realize the bigger picture. You realize that you are a soul, that you have lived on, that the afterlife is real. Okay. Mary asks, can they hear us when we talk to them? That is a big yes. I've, I've seen medium demonstrations so many times and they can hear our thoughts. And if we speak it, they can hear us, which is really, really wonderful. When we speak to them, just trust that they're getting the message. Now, unfortunately, we can't hear them. Isn't that frustrating? It can take years of studying to be a medium or something like that to 
be able to communicate with other people's loved ones. But for us, our loved ones can come through our imagination senses. That's why sometimes if you're sitting in the car and all of a sudden you feel your dad with you or your grandmother or something, and you think, oh, that was just my imagination. Well, if you felt their love and it felt very real, trust that it was them. Like I said, they work through your imagination. The more we can train ourselves to quiet our busy mind, the more they can communicate with us. Let's see. Here's a question from Ty. Are married couples still married after they both pass? Yes, love never dies. You guys are together through thick and thin. And even if you had a second spouse, say one person passed, the love is still there. (laughs) This might sound awful, but nobody's going to be fighting over each other in the afterlife. I was married to her. No, I was married to her. Unconditional love is there. So you can have your love for both your spouses. So yes, true love continues on. Debbie says, I want to have a touch, even if it is slight. Now, Debbie, I'm not sure, but I'm guessing that that means right now, as you're alive, you want to have a touch and feel someone who is no longer here, like how people turn on the lights or who knows, people get different things, different um, signs from their loved ones. So I'm guessing this is a question about signs. My best advice to you would be set a time every day or every other day that you talk to your loved one. Ask them to come close and close your eyes and just keep saying, come even closer, come even closer. Try to keep your mind as quiet as possible. And then ask them to either kiss your cheek or put a hand on your shoulder and just pay close attention to how you feel. Once we cross over, like I said, we don't have all the powers and the information in the universe to know how things work. But if it's something you are really committed to, to have that touch and your loved one will do everything they can on their part to work at it, but it takes some time. It takes some time for them to figure out how to manipulate their energy to be able to do that touch. And then you say, you have to let them know, I didn't feel that. Or maybe you feel you get the goosebumps and you're just like, oh, you know, trust that that's them. And the more that happens and you keep that dialogue open, the more it will happen. Kathleen asks, where do those who commit suicide go? Well, they go to the same place. We all go to the same place. It's been said that some people that have really created these horrific acts against mankind, you know, some of those really awful, awful, awful things that those people are just absorbed into a light and don't go where the rest of the general population goes. But no one gets punished. We punish ourselves. Well, I don't even want to say we punish ourselves. We review our own lives and we get to be the judge of how well we did it. I have a huge amount of compassion for those souls who have had such an awful life in their mind and felt that the only way out is to end their lives. The good news is they are greeted with love. The loved ones are there they will certainly review their lives and work through whatever difficulties they had, but they will go and you will see them again. So no punishment, they are safe. 
Okay, let's see. (laughs) How does Sandra Champlain organize all these fantastic events and podcasts? Craig, that's a great question. I have many clones. (laughs) No, this is just a passion of mine. And I think when anyone finds their passion, they can't help but share. And then also, I know personally firsthand how awful grief is. And if I've got something that will help someone else live another day and help alleviate some of the pain, I'm going to share it. So I'll do the best I can. Nora asked, if I miscarried children on earth, will I be able to raise them on the other side? Well, that's a good question. It's a great question, actually. Children who go to the other side are raised and loved by relatives and guides and people like that. But there's something really special that we get to do when we're over there. We can be any age we want. So as far as the afterlife goes, our lifetime here is like a blink of an eye over there. All of a sudden, we're all together. You know, so they're not experiencing this lifetime of loss and missing like we're experiencing it. For children, they will grow, but when it's your time to go over there, they can be back and you can raise them again. It is a place where anything we don't do here on earth, we are able to do in the afterlife. Christine asks, are we just energy or do we have bodies on the other side? Does it feel like a solid, real place? Are there buildings, etc.? Yes, it seems like a solid, real place. We do have bodies on the other side. In fact, we are still us. One of the things that irritates me is when people say, when we go over there, we are just energy. Or you go to a medium and they say, I have a mother energy. No, you have mom. We're real people. So that's good news. Someone had said that our invisible right now is the world that's visible to them. So when we die, the invisible becomes visible, if that makes sense. Isabel says, will we get to meet our great grandparents whom we never met in the physical world? The answer is yes. In fact, you can meet a whole lot more people. You can also meet your spirit guides, these people that have been looking after you since you took your very first breath and took your very last breath. You get to meet them. If you're a fan of music or poetry or science, you get to meet your role models. Pretty great. Christine asks, will our pets be there? What do they do until we get there? Aww. Well, I'm assuming our kitties and puppies are chasing butterflies. We do get to see them again. Those animals that we have loved, that have been our companions, have been our pets. They will be there. This might sound awful, but those animals that we ate, (laughs) you know, they're not there. They're not going to come snuggling up to us. I do believe that they have their own kind of afterlife, but that might not be with us. And what do they do until we get there? Well, Like I said earlier, there is no time over there. So it's not like they feel like they've been waiting very long. All of a sudden, you'll be there. There's a beautiful poem called The Rainbow Bridge about pets in the afterlife. If you haven't heard it, I recommend that you look it up on the internet. Paula asks, why do some spirits appear to get stuck? Well, that's a really good question. First of all, 
They may appear to get stuck, but they don't get stuck. When we die, we go there. So before death, we're here. We die, we go there. There's no getting stuck. People who have transitioned continue their lives. And those that really feel a closeness to earth, meaning they have some unfinished business or there's some really tight relationship that they may stay as close as possible for as long as possible. And that's a good thing. It really is. So they're not stuck. They might have unfinished business. Someone just bought a mega million dollar home. And just as they moved in, suddenly they die. Well, they may choose to still enjoy it and spend some of their time close to the home, if that makes sense. But they're not really stuck. They aren't. They just have not continued their soul's progression. And they will in time. And speaking of time, it's time for a short break. We'll be back in just a minute with some more questions and answers on the afterlife. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. The Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. And with the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. Head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. With age, women and men have issues with fine lines, wrinkles, under-eye bags, crepey skin on the neck, and aging on the hands. Dr. Nathan Newman has developed Luminess for amazing results treating these issues with his stem cell-based formula, APT200. Try Luminess today with our postage-paid starter kit for only $19.99, available exclusively at HealthyLooking.com. Join thousands of satisfied customers using Luminess. Learn more at HealthyLooking.com. 
Bomb. The best afterlife information you can get while you're alive. Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain. Thinking of questions and investigating the answers to those questions will give you the foundation that the afterlife is real. A strong enough foundation and there isn't a skeptic alive who will be able to sway you from your beliefs. However, a word to the wise, don't push your beliefs on anyone. I've tried it. Oh, you can gently hint about what you're researching, or even that you're listening to this podcast about the afterlife, and see what people say. I think you'll be surprised that more people secretly believe in the afterlife and have had signs from their loved ones and unique experiences than haven't. You'll know immediately if someone is not interested, and you can easily just change the subject. Let's get back to questions and answers. Laura asks, do our loved ones on the other side know when we are thinking about them? Absolutely, they do. They love us, love never dies, and they're only a thought away. As busy as they are, living their life, they know when you're thinking about them. Pamela asks, do we come back to Earth to live another life? I just did an episode about this. Listen to the episode about children and the afterlife. So I'm going to refer you back to that. There's a debate whether reincarnation is real or if those people that say they're reincarnated are having a memory of someone mediumistically. Personally, I like the idea of recycling cans and bottles. And so it may very well be possible. I did a lot of research on reincarnation and It's not something where I can give you the absolute answer, but I'm going to give you the argument on both sides and see what your soul says. So if you haven't heard it, go check out Children and the Afterlife episode and hear a lot more about reincarnation. Here's a question from Mariah. Are my loved ones happy? Yes, they are. Life continues on. They do love you. They know that you are going through a tough time. They may have some regrets or things left unsaid, but they know in a blink of an eye, you'll be together again. So happiness, yes. Remember, they're living their life with most of their favorite people and doing their favorite things and exploring the universe. Karen asks, are there different seasons? Do they live in houses? Do they celebrate holidays? Do they get ill? Different seasons, I hear it's just eternal sunshine, kind of like a most beautiful day. If you haven't seen the movie yet, Defending Your Life with Meryl Streep and Albert Brooks, it's really good. And that kind of gives you an idea of the perfect sunshine. Do they live in houses? Yes, absolutely. Do they celebrate holidays? Um, I would think so. There's many that have said that they return here to be with loved ones when we celebrate And do they get ill? Nope, no need to. Jordan asks, are they aware of our depression and anxiety? Do they know when we're in it 
and do they try to tune in? I do think that they love us dearly, and I do think that they know the power of prayer and healing. So I do think they're listening and from their point of view, sending all kinds of thoughts and prayers and love. And it's really tough being a human being. It really is. And the byproduct of being a human can sometimes be some awful, awful suffering. We won't have it when we transition. However, some of our darkest times here on earth can lead to us going on a spiritual adventure, a journey that we get to know our own spirituality. And it's really a great opportunity for our souls to go through it. So depression and anxiety are absolutely awful, but I do really believe that they are in it with you and they will pray for you or however they can send energy to try to alleviate the pain. Melanie asks, when did you know that life is eternal? Do you remember that moment that you were convinced that we don't die? For me, the biggest moment was when I did electronic voice phenomena, and that is recording sounds of nothing and playing them back and having voices on them. Although I've had many other experiences, that very first groundbreaking one is when I held out my tape recorder, recording the sounds of raindrops and started talking to the invisible space around me, asking my loved ones if this is real and I should help people believe in the afterlife to speak now and then I'll say good night. And when I played it back, I hear, good night, Sandra. Good night, good night, good night. So that was a moment. Another moment is when I had a medium reading by a spirit artist who not only told me the most specific things about a conversation that I had had with my dad that no one else knew, but she drew a picture of him and not how he looked when he was in the 70s and hooked up to machinery and looking old and frail, but looking young and healthy when he was in his 20s in the Air Force. And that's when she told me we get to be our favorite age when we transition. And then the other big, big aha moment I had is when afterlife researcher Sonia Rinaldi sent me a group of pictures She has been capturing images of people in the afterlife using technology, which is rather mind-blowing, taking a picture of like static energy, and it'll transform into pictures. And so she very routinely sent me pictures of unknown people, and one of the people ended up being my father. And it's not a picture that he had taken as he was alive. It is him. There is absolutely no doubt. And I got the video of the static energy morphing into an actual photograph of my father. I'm beyond convincing. There's nothing anybody can do to convince me otherwise. The afterlife is real. We may not understand it, and we may not understand it when we get over there, but I do know it is real. Rona asks, how is euthanasia viewed? Well, again, like suicide, there is no judgment from other people about us. It is our soul judging ourselves. Only we know the pain we have and the life we lead. 
So when it is our time to go, there is a life review, but it is you yourself that is, I don't want to say judging your actions, but reviewing your life and where could you have done better? What have you done great? What else is there to learn? So no judgment. Julie asks, was my father's memory restored after he passed? Yes, people are whole, complete, and perfect after they pass, even if they've had any kind of injury or ailment or dementia or Alzheimer's or disability, they are completely perfect and restored. Jason asks, can you please explain how karma works? Well, unfortunately, I can't. (laughs) That's the truth. I do think, and this is how I live my life, that what we put out, we get back. So Jason, be a good person, do the best job you can, and it'll come back. I'm sorry I can't give you a more direct answer, but that's how I feel. Fiona asks, do they miss us? Are they sad they passed and their lives were cut short? I think initially when they cross over, it comes as a shock. But again, if time really is different over there, actually there's no time, then there is not this feeling of sadness you'll be back with them in just a blink of an eye. So they will love and support us and see a much bigger picture. And they can still love you from where they are. Pammy asks, can some souls be earthbound until they are rescued? Well, this is kind of like the people being stuck. You don't need to rescue any soul. If your gut instinct tells you you need to rescue someone. It doesn't hurt to pray for people. Whatever side they're on, prayers are always used. That energy, that prayer energy is used towards someone somewhere. But as far as people needing to be rescued, no, they're safe. Monique asks, do those in the afterlife eat? And if so, what is that that is eaten and consumed and what purpose does it serve? Well, here's the thing, Monique, we don't need to eat. People will eat and they will drink and it'll be more of a sensation of a memory that you had. If your favorite food is chocolate, like mine, (laughs) you get to the afterlife, you will have the experience of eating chocolate, but it won't be the same as on earth because we don't have a human body. So there's absolutely no need to eat, but people find it comforting to eat and drink because it's something they're used to. But again, it's something more that They have the memory of it, and that's how they have the experience of it. Erica asks, on the anniversary of their death on Earth, do they return and go through that process again? For example, suicide. No, they don't, Erica. In fact, when they pass, all memory of their death as far as the emotions and pain and all that stuff, that disappears. They're able to verbalize it, sometimes through mediums. You want to know that that's your loved one. So they'll be able to talk about what happened, but their pain is not there. In fact, it's also said that just prior to someone's passing, very often the soul leaves the body so they don't feel the pain when they pass. Terry asks, besides watching over us on earth, what else do our loved ones do? For instance, after many years, do they no longer watch us because they've moved on to higher consciousness? Well, here's the good thing. They can have the higher consciousness and still watch us on earth. Just like when you were a kid, there was a lot to learn for you to be where you are now. 
but you're still that kid at heart. Well, they're still people and their souls will become more enlightened, but they still have that power to be with you and they'll still be right there to meet you when you cross over. Before we continue, I'd like to give you some great resources where you can find answers to your questions. There are Afterlife Explorers, Wendy and Victor Zamet, and their website is victorzamet.com. Also, check out private investigator Bob Olson's afterlifetv.com, also afterlifeinstitute.org, afterlifedata.com, and afterlifelibrary.com. You can also visit sandrachamplain.com and check out my investigations. Join my mailing list if you'd like and get a free copy of my book, We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. More great questions coming up. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At ParanormalDate.com, you meet the most fantastic people. Hi, I'm Tom. Hi, I'm Jennifer. What brings you here? Yeah, I'm here to meet someone who understands me. How so? Well, I'm into UFOs, ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, the paranormal, that kind of stuff. But can't seem to find anyone who gets it. Oh, well, um, nice to meet you, Tom. I, I gotta go. Uh, okay, guess that's not your cup of tea. Are you sure? Very. Good luck 
with that? I can't meet anyone when I'm out, and I really can't find a website for my unique interests. What is one to do? Have you thought about ParanormalDate.com? Para what dot what? Who are you? I'm a paranormal matchmaker, and it's ParanormalDate.com. It's a website for people looking for people like them. Stuff you like, remember? Interesting. Uh, I'll give it a try. Well, let's try this again. Uh, hi, I'm Tom. Hey, I'm Deb. Your profile on ParanormalDate.com looked very interesting. So you really saw a UFO? Well, yeah. It was so intense, but not as intense as meeting you. You're an alien chasing flirt, but I kind of like it. Wow, this ParanormalDate.com thing really works. Maybe ParanormalDate.com is for you. People with an interest in things they hear on George's show find their match daily. So if you're looking for that special someone... With an interest in UFOs, ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and, of course, the paranormal. Come to the dating site inspired by George Norrie. It's always free to search, and if you decide to upgrade to our amazing new features, use promo code GEORGE for a great discount. ParanormalDate.com. You are not alone. The four. The Art Bell Vault has classic audio waiting for you now. Go to coasttocoastam.com for details. Hi, this is George Norrie, and you're listening to Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain on the new iHeart and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And don't forget, you can listen to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain. If you want to ask a question for an upcoming questions and answers episode, go to iHeartRadio.com, type in Shades of the Afterlife, and just under where all the episodes are listed, there is a chat box. You can ask your question or leave comments in the chat box. Now, next question is from Pam. I've heard people talk about the possibility of being tricked at some point during transition, which prevents us from continuing on to the destination filled with our loved ones and love. Is this a real possibility? Pam, no, it is not. You know, everybody has got an opinion about the afterlife. I hate to say this, but we live in a society where people watch negative stuff before they watch positive stuff. And you can tell this, there's a lot of reality TV, which deals with the drama. As far as the afterlife goes, you really want to look to see what resonates with you. There's people that have had near-death experiences that claim negative experiences. There's people that do lucid dreaming and they believe that their experiences are really the afterlife. The thing is, when a piece of us still is connected to our body, some people call it the silver cord, we have not yet transitioned really into the afterlife. So our conscious and our subconscious mind are still involved. Henry Ford says, if we think we can or we think we can't, we are right. 
if we think something negative is going to happen to us, our subconscious mind can create that as an illusion. So you really want to check in with your own soul to see if it resonates truth. Just because somebody says it doesn't mean it's the truth. Even if I say it, ask your soul. And if it feels right, go with it. And if it doesn't, throw it away. But absolutely, I don't think that is true at all. Debbie asks, Hi, Sandra. I would like to know why some people get messages from their recently passed loved ones right away, and some never do. That's a great question, Debbie. And it's frustrating because we all want to have messages right away. We retain our same personalities. And if we're someone who is quiet and shy, we may not be so verbal in the afterlife. Your life here is meant to be lived. They may be someone who doesn't want to interfere. They could also be busy on the other side and living their life and enjoying it. The problem could also be on our point of view that we have not quieted our minds enough to be able to pick up on them. You know, they could be right in front of us, yelling as loud as they can, but we can't hear them. So that's a, that's a really tough question because we all want to get that sign. Do they sleep in the afterlife, Margie asks. You can if it's something you're used to, but you don't have to. Angie asks, do our spouses wait for us on the other side? Absolutely. All those people that love us, they'll be right there to greet us. Someone anonymous asks, is existence multidimensional? Can there be spirit in many places, times, including lifetimes at once? How does that look? Well, I hate to say this, but I don't know the answer to that. I do think we can be in different places at once, though. Two sisters go to a medium at the same time on opposite sides of the globe. The mother has been with both mediums and sisters at the same exact time. So I do think spirit can be in many places at once. In fact, back to the reincarnation question, is it possible that we can be back here on earth, but also a part of us in the afterlife? So these are big questions I don't have the answer to, but it's a great question. Becky asks, why some people see God and like myself, my grandma came for me as a younger, healthier version. As far as God goes, whatever it is we believe in, we're going to see an experience when we first go over there. And then also your grandma, happy to say, she's probably happier as a younger, healthier version. John asks, Apparently, when you transition, you and your loved ones are part of a soul group, and therefore, they all wait for you to return home. And once the soul group is reunited on the other side, then you all decide what's next. John, I've heard this many, many times, and I actually like that idea. It makes sense that the loved ones that play different roles in our life really help to have our soul grow. Even negative experiences. Did you know that a pearl is created because a piece of sand is irritating the oyster and a perfect pearl is produced? People can be the same way in our life and they can turn us into the pearl or a perfect diamond. So it does make sense that in the hereafter, we stick together And maybe we play different roles or maybe we continue on. But I do like the soul group idea. Diana asks, 
Can we ask our past family member for help? And can they help? Well, we can certainly ask. We all have free will and we all have choices to make. They can't interfere with our own choices. Certainly, they can give their opinion. Just because they've traveled to the afterlife doesn't mean they have the correct answers. So once again, we really have to follow our own instinct and let our soul guide us. But certainly we can ask and they can send prayers. And I'm sure if they can put a thought into your mind with an idea, they would do so. Debbie asks, I often wonder what those in spirit think when they see their loved ones murdered or attacked or treated badly, and if they feel upset and powerless. Debbie, that is a great question. I'm not sure I have the answer to that. If we could put ourselves in the spirit world for a minute, and if we could see the bigger picture, and if we could know that our souls are eternal and our life on earth is short, And if we're looking at our loved one experiencing that, I can't help but think that there would be some sadness there. At the same time, realizing that there is a much bigger picture, can't understand how much the soul is going to grow or learn. I don't believe that we came to this earth and chose bad things to happen to us for our soul growth. I don't believe that. I do believe that we come into this life with certain things we want to learn and experience, but there are terrible things that happen. We can take every experience that we have and use it for strength, use it to make a difference for other people. Like the woman who started Mothers Against Drunk Driving, she went through a horrific experience of her child dying and started a worldwide organization making a difference. Sam asks, if someone who does not believe, will they still cross over and be at peace? I'm not sure they're at peace. I think there's joy and happiness and they're busy and they're doing things. And yes, of course, there's some peace I don't think they're like resting in peace. I think they're active. It doesn't matter if they believe or if they don't. There are so many stories of people that don't believe who have come back through mediums or have had near-death experiences that now do believe. Craig asks, what is the other side? Is the Eastern concept of Bardo the correct one? Craig, I actually haven't studied Bardo in a long, long time to know the answer to that. As far as what is the other side, I do believe is a field of energy that encompasses this one. Science has proven that two or more different kinds of energy can coexist at the very same time in the same place. So for me right now, I'm sitting in a home. There are wireless radio signals around. There is the wireless internet. There's television signals. There's the satellites with the GPS signals. There's light energy. There's sound. There's so many different kinds of energy all existing in the same exact place. Julie asks, do any religions frown on mediumship? 
Absolutely, they do. And that's why, again, it's important to not push this on anyone. The Bible was written by men, and it was changed throughout history. There's many biblical scholars that are also very tightly interwoven with the reality of the afterlife who have found many, many areas where the Bible talks about mediumship and the miracles that Jesus did and a whole bunch of other great information. Many of the religions are fear-based, sorry to say, so they do frown upon mediumship. One of the things that I feel is very, very important is when we believe in the afterlife, we live a better life now. Even if those religions frown upon mediumship, many of them form great communities and people belong, people are able to be in service, and they're living a good life. So again, we just don't push our beliefs on anyone else. Ernie asks, what can we do here before going over there? Well, I take that as how can we be a better person here before moving on to the afterlife? Before we depart this earth, there is that last time we close our eyes and we do look back on our life. And I don't know about you, but I'd rather go over there not having any regrets, not having things left undone having been courageous in my life. So my best advice is your soul is yearning for experience and knowledge and emotions. So do the most that you can here. Be loving, be forgiving, help other people, be of service, go after your dreams, be self-expressed, say what's in your heart, be courageous, all of those kind of things that we can do here will help us once we get there and we can progress as our soul is meant to progress. Hope that helps. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as I have. I'm Sandra Champlain. You've been listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And if you like this episode of Shades of the Afterlife, wait until you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.